Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu. Welcome back to Hijabi Diaries, Season 1, Episode 7. So today's topic is actually all about Ramadan or Ramazan, however you want to say it. I personally say it as Ramazan, but for the purpose of this episode, I'll be saying it as Ramadan. So let's talk about this beautiful month because we have about, what, 20 days? You guys, we are just so close and I'm so excited. Inshallah, we get to experience it very, very soon. But... The one most asked question I get is, not even water? You guys, are you slow? Because yes, no water. We're fasting. So I'm going to educate a lot of people. Inshallah, you guys learn from this. Why we fast, what breaks the fast, and all those basic questions. So let's get talking about it. We Muslims actually follow the lunar calendar and not the man-made calendar that you guys see on your phones because it's more reliable and since it is a lunar calendar, it's based off of the moon. The Islamic calendar also marks all the dates and events in Islam and our prophet, peace be upon him, he actually used that calendar too. Ramadan is the ninth month in the Islamic calendar and Ramadan refers to as scratching heat or blazing heat. So it's named that because it burns the sins of the believers by the will of Allah SWT of course. So in the beautiful month of Ramadan, please ask for forgiveness from Allah. It is guaranteed that your du'a will get accepted, inshallah. Why would you doubt your du'as? You're basically saying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has no power. We all know how powerful He is. He gave us life. He can take our life. So ask for forgiveness. Inshallah, your du'as get accepted. He is Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, the most glorious, the most merciful, the most forgiving, ask for his forgiveness. You need to have sabr and trust and patience that he has forgiven you. Do not doubt your du'as. If you're doubting them, then there's no way your du'as can get accepted. You're just doubting the power of Allah. Be patient. Okay, let's move on to the first question, which is, I know you're probably wondering what's fasting. Well, fasting is to abstain from eating, drinking, and all sensuous pleasures from sunrise to sunset. So, this is like one of the five pillars of Islam, and fasting is the fourth pillar, which means you have to do it. Here's a little verse from Surah Al-Baqarah. O you who believe, decreed upon you is fasting as it was decreed upon those before you that you may become righteous, which means fasting is not just for Muslims, but Jews and Christians. Now, don't think that the month of Ramadan is for Jews and Christians too, because it's not. Fasting for Jews and Christians is completely different from the month of Ramadan, okay? The reason why it's different is because in the month of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the Quran to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, on Laytul al-Qadr. So this month is for Muslims only, not for Jews or Christians. They have their own holidays where they can fast, but as Muslims, Ramadan is our month. No offense, you guys, okay? Do not think that I'm saying this to be mean. It's just the truth, okay? Another thing, Jews and Christians and even Hindus, they fast for a different amount of days from Muslims because we fast for 30 days and their days are like way less than that. But let's move on to the second question that I get asked, which is, what are the virtues of Ramadan? Meaning, what's important in Ramadan? Fasting in this month is the fourth pillar of Islam, like I already said. And Laytul Qadr is known as the night of power and is considered to be the Islamic calendar's holiest eve. So during this night, Angel Jibreel revealed the Holy Quran's first verses to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Now, this night actually falls within Ramadan's final 10 days, but the exact date is very, like, it's unknown. 
Yes. So the day is actually unknown, but it was advised by the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, to look for it in the last 10 odd nights of the month of Ramadan. This is from Hadith Bukhari. So not only is the night of power better than a thousand months, but it's actually just so powerful that your du'as, if you make them from the deepest part of your heart, you have a very good chance of getting accepted. Just have that trust in your heart. Like make the du'as from deeply your heart. Like, you know, just talk to Allah. Make him your best friend. Talk through it all believe that your dua will get accepted that is the power you need to have trust and belief that it's going to get accepted because let me tell you it will i'll give you guys some hope because it's true i'm giving you guys truth and nothing but the truth okay so back in 2020 which is about two years ago now i made dua on Laytul Qadr and I truly believe that one of my thoughts actually got accepted. Maybe they did. Maybe I'm mistaken. But I actually have trust that they did get accepted. So anything is possible, you guys. On the day of power, that night is just so powerful. The 10 odd nights. You guys, make as much dua as you can. Literally, speak from your heart. That's what I did. And I truly believe that it did get accepted. I asked a lot of my friends and they said, yeah, their du'as got accepted literally the next day or about maybe, what, two days after? And I was like, no, you're kidding. They're like, mm-mm, I'm telling you the truth right now. Same with me. Well, lahi, everything I'm saying is very much true. So, you just got to be truthful, you guys. I'm not going to share what du'a it was, okay? I, <laughs> I am not, but just know that with the happy smile on my face, I am very grateful that my du'a got accepted. Even multiple du'as could have gotten accepted. Who knows? Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Allah knows best. The gates of paradise are actually open and the gates of hell are closed. Along with the devils being changed. So all past sins are actually forgiven. Whoever stands in prayer in Ramadan. So if you're being bad in Ramadan, just know that's you and not the jinns or like the shaitan. So guys, please be mindful be the best muslims you can be okay let's move on to the next question who all is supposed to be fasting so number one is one who has reached the age of puberty so some signs would be like the change of voice in guys and then for girls it would be like getting your menstruation aka your period and then number two one who is of sound mind for example like someone that is mentally fit so if you're not mentally fit then you can't fast but mentally fit means that you have no disorders like autism. So you're perfectly fine. Your brain works really good. Alhamdulillah, be grateful for that. Mentally and physically fit, it's completely different. You don't have to be physically fit in order to fast. You can literally be out of shape and you can survive fasting, you guys. There's a lot of benefits of fasting, okay? Like, subhanAllah, everything in Islam is, there's so much benefits and goodness out of it. If you guys hear any background noises, I'm sorry my mom is actually vacuuming right now. As we all know, there's no privacy in a Pakistani household, so I can't do anything about that. But let's move on to number three, who is supposed to be fasting. So number three says, one who is capable of fasting. For example, if you don't have any diseases, no medical illness, or any medical problems, then you are free to fast. But if you do have, um, if you're like sick, 
then you have to make up your fast after but if you're like terminally ill then you do have to um feed a poor person on the equal number of missed fasts last but not least someone that is not a traveler so if you're not traveling then you have to fast but if you are traveling or you are a traveler that's your job or whatever then some conditions do apply so let's move on to all those that are actually excused from fasting so number one would be children until puberty but they can actually get into the habit of practicing and it's actually encouraged in islam to do so number two mentally challenged person so there is actually no need for you to fast on their behalf as well meaning if you have autism then there's no need for you to fast for your family member um, number three, sick people, but they should make up their fasts once they are well. And number four, chronic illness with no hope of recovery. So if fasting can actually harm them in health or like even death, then they are actually excused from fasting. But you have to feed one poor person on their behalf each day, which is equivalent to the number of missed fasts. Number five, pregnant and breastfeeding women, but they have to make up their fasts afterwards. And then number six, women on their period or postpartum bleeding so once again they have to make up their missed fast afterwards and the number seven travelers he or she is not obligated but if they are able um, then they can choose to fast if not they have to make up for their missed fast afterwards they're done traveling so let's move on to what breaks the fast what breaks the fast eating drinking smoking vomiting getting your period injections that are supplements and not medicine aka if they're drugs then you're breaking your fast girl Cupping, also known, known as hijma, intercourse, ejaculation due to hugging or kissing. So basically stay physically away from your spouse until after you break your fast. Um, talking to the opposite gender, backbiting, being rude to your parents. All those minor little sins, they also count. Oh, also cursing. So all those little minor sins, they also actually count as breaking your fast. So make sure to stay away from that. And yeah. What doesn't break the fast eating or drinking by mistake so if you purposely drink or eat then your fast is broken but if you eat by mistake then you're perfectly fine or when you're making wudu and you rinse your mouth and then some water gets in by mistake that's okay i'm sorry for the background noise my mom is so close to my door oh my god but wet dreams but make sure to take guzzo and then when you forget, so you ate or drank, you can continue on with your fast. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, Whoever forgets he is fasting and drinks or eats, let him complete his fast, for it's Allah who has fed him and given him to drink. This is from Hadith Bukhari. Last but not least, why should you fast in Ramadan? Fasting actually distances your face from the fire by 70 autumns. SubhanAllah. That's a lot, you guys, if you don't know. And then you have an unimaginable reward. Your du'as get answered even more. And then a gate in paradise named Ar-Rayyan. Specifically for those who fasted, it gets open. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to enter it. Amin. And then you're free of sins like the day we're born from your mother. Let me read you guys a little quote from Surah Al-Baqarah. O you who have believed decreed upon you is fasting as it was decreed upon those before you that you may attain taqwa meaning pity this leads us to our next question what is the goal of ramadan so the goal of ramadan is to feel 
and be empathetic for the less fortunate. Purify ourselves and our actions, become better Muslims, develop God consciousness, self-control, and overall spiritual growth. So we fast for about 18 hours a day. I know. Crazy? Yep, I know. Anyways, I also forgot to mention that Ramadan actually begins and ends with the sighting of the crescent moon. So after Ramadan is over, Muslims celebrate Eid. Eid is a festival or like a holiday for Muslims. There are two different types of Eid. The one that we will be celebrating this year will be Eid al-Fitr. And there is going to be an episode right after this one, inshallah, that will talk more into depth about Eid. This has already been a very long episode and it's all about Ramadan and not Eid. So inshallah after this. Alright, that's it for this episode, you guys. I hope you guys gained more knowledge about Ramadan and may you share this knowledge with others because the prophet peace be upon him said convey for me even if it is just one verse so yes please do share as much as you can with your non-muslim friends and if you are a non-muslim please do not ask your muslim friends or even any other muslims around you not even water because they're already tired from fasting for about what 18 hours and you're saying that that's going to get them even more irritated so please be mindful of your surroundings And yeah, I hope you guys gained knowledge and got more education from this because I know I did. In about 20 days, I hope everybody has a wonderful, amazing Ramadan, inshallah. And to all those that have lost their family members and they won't be here for this Ramadan, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them jalda for those, ameen. Just know that they're in a better place, inshallah, and make dua for them as much as you can in this Ramadan. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you for that. Until next time, hudafis.